Okay, so Kuf Mem Tes Amad Aleph. We'll start at the mission on the bottom of Kuf Mem Chesem and Beis. Mayna Adam. Mayna Adam es Archa ve'es Par Pereisa. So a person, let's say he is making, uh, you know, his Shabbos Suda, or he's making an event on Shabbos. Okay, Bar Mitzvah. So he can count all the guests coming, and he can count how many portions he has. Okay. Mipiv, <clears throat> but he can only do that mipiv, right, from his mouth, but not avalaymenaksav. And we'll see why in a second, not from, so you can't have a written list and say, oh, I have a list of, you know, 50, these are the 50 people coming, and then he counts 50 portions. That you can't do. Mephayis Adam Albanov, Albanebe. So a person can make a, a raffle or a lottery uh, to decide which, which portion you get. And we're going to actually change this uh, in the Gemara. We're going to change the understanding of this. But so basically, assuming that you have all the same size, por- size portions, so then you can, uh, you know, you can say, okay, I'm raffling off. You know, pick pick the number closest in, in my head or whatever it is, and uh, you can decide which portion you want first. Um, but you can't, um, not if they're different size portions. Okay, we could take also chaloshin is also lots. Okay, like a girl making a girl. But not on uh, the portions we'll have to understand. So this entire mission will have to be understood. So let's start with the first. My timer. So what's the reason that a person can, uh, in his head, if, he's, if he knows that, hey, I have 20 people coming, he can count uh, who's coming. So he goes through in his head and then count the portions of food that he has. But we said... That if it's written on a piece of paper, you can't. Why? My timer, Rabbi Amar, Gezerah Shemi Yimchaik. Because he might come to erase. Meaning, let's say he has a list of 20 people and he counts his portions. He's like, oh, I got only 18 portions. Right? So he, he's going to erase two names so that when the guys show up at the front door to get into the party, they can say, sorry, your name's not on there. Okay? He doesn't want to be short of food. So if I, if, if I insult a couple people, fine. But if there's not enough food, that's going to look bad for everybody. Okay? So, so the issue here is not that you might come to erase it, but rather because if we allow you to read a uh, guest list, you'll come to read Shtari Hedjotis, which is a problem on which is a problem on Shabbos, right? These are all, these are both uh, Durabonans, actually, right? So even Yibchaik, right? So erasing is only a Daraisa if it's Almanas Lichtoif. Okay, so we're saying, this is, so this is, uh, um, bec- so this is just to prevent a Durabonan. Anyway, my um, Benahi, what's the difference between the two, these two sheetas? One who says that the reason you can't read from guest list is because it might get erased, and the other says because you might come and read other Shtaris. Let's say you wrote it on a wall and it's up high. So now, it's all the way up high. I can't reach it. All right, it's written three stories up. Okay, I'm not going to be able to. Uh, I'm not going to be able to reach it to erase it. So that so that wouldn't be a problem. However, if I'm reading right, what's if I'm reading whether it's on the wall, I might come to reach stars. So that concern we still have. So the Gemara says, uh, so the Gemara asks, really, according to the Mandamar who holds that you were concerned you might come to erase it, why doesn't he concerned about reading Shtari Hadyaitis? That should also be a concern. Okay, really, you want to say that when it's up high, 
when it's up high, it's not going to be a concern for erasing. Ah, we saw way back one at the beginning of the Masechta Valtanya, we said you can't read to the light of a candle. That height doesn't save you. Why? Because what's the concern there? You might come to tip the lamp. Now, even if the light is, 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 is two stories up, you still can't, right? It's a, and basically what, what we said there is that it's light plug. If something's usher and we say you can't just because you're in a situation where you know, you're not going to violate it, doesn't, doesn't make it mutter. You're not allowed. Right? Even if it's uh, uh, 10 mardas, uh, mar- like a, a goat, right? Like a cattle prod thing. So 10 of those high. Or uh, 10 stories high, you can't read. So we see, so, so, so height should not save you from Shemim Yimchaik. So how could you say that that's the difference? So so we have to have a different shot to understand the what is the nafkamina between these two um, shitas. So right? It's written on a wall and it's really down low, right? It's at your length. So now, So now we are concerned for erasing. Why? Because guda that just when you read something off a wall, that's not similar enough to reading Shtaros, and that's why we're not going to be concerned. Okay, well, what about the Yikra guy? Now, erasing should be a real problem. So it's not like these are both concerns. So why did each one only, uh, is, why is each Mandamar only concerned with one concern? The, right, the, the guy, Mandamar will hold the Shema Yikra, the reason you can't um, read off a guest list. He should be concerned if it's written on the wall that you're going to come to erase it. That it's, uh, okay, that's a pretty serious and guessless. It's engraved in. It's chayek, right? It's engraved in, let's say, to a tablet. Right? It's not really erasable, so that's not going to be a problem. Okay, because you're reading from a tablet, it's like reading from a star. So, again, According to Mandamar, so Shemi Yimchak, yes, I understand when it's engraved, you, you can't erase it, so that's not going to be concerned, but why shouldn't he be concerned that you're going to come and read regular Staris? Ah, maybe you'll tell me that's why he's not concerned, because he holds that you're not going to, right, they're different. It's different from reading from a, a cuneiform or a tablet where it's engraved versus, uh, versus reading from a star. He can read the following Miksav Shalgabe Akhoisal. Avaloi Miksav Shalgabe Tabla. Upinkis, right? Why can't you read it if it's on a Ksav, it's on a, a Tabla? We see that you must be that it is Mechlev. And that we are, if we allow you to read from a, from a tablet, we are concerned that you're going to read from a star. So, hey, Chilam, hey, Chilam, what are we talking about? If it's just written, it should make no difference whether it's on the wall or it's on a tablet. The only way to understand why wall is usher and, um, uh, I'm sorry, why wall is mutter and tablet is, is usher, so we said that even if it's chayek, even if it's engraved, it's going to be usher. So you can't tell me that, right, we were, we're trying to understand now, we're talking about where it's, uh, it's, it's engraved into a tablet, and one man Amr held that, the, according to the Mandar who held, that the reason why you can't read from a guest list, guest list is because Shema uh, chayek, right, the, um, Shema Yem you might come to erase it. 
So we said, according to him, what about reading? And, and we tried to say, well, maybe he's not going to confuse a tablet, something that's engraved into a tab- tablet, which is, but we see it's not true. Because the only way to explain this brisa, which says that it's us or on a tablet, okay, and we're saying it must be that it's engraved, it's, it, the only reason it's us or must be that it, it can be confused with shtaris, and it's going to be us or, so Ella, so we don't like that answer. Ella, la'olam, we're going to go back to what we said originally. La'olam, the cost of akoiso. Umidli, really it's written high up on the wall, going back to the first answer that we said. I, we asked, what about Rabbah, meaning by Orhaner of Shemayata, we had a concern. That's a Meaning, do we say loy plug when something is not accessible and answer it or not? Do we say loy plug? That's what the machlekes is. So, ditanya. So a person can count his guests and his portions from, right, using, uh, you know, just, just from memory, using his mouth, but not from aksav. And Rav Acha says specifically that you're allowed to do it from Iksav on the wall. Now, if it's written down low, so then erasing should be a real concern. It must be written up high. And we see that it, what Rabbah said of Loi Plug is like the Tanakhama, but there's a Rav Acha who argues, there's a Tana who argues and says that if something is inaccessible, it's going, we're not going to make Xera because of that. And then, so therefore, we're not concerned of Shema Yimchlik. Okay, now according to I, what about, right? And that's, and that's the difference over here. It's written up high. And, um, okay, so uh, according to the Mandamar who holds Shema Yimchlik, we're not going to be concerned. But according to the Mandamar who holds Shema Yikra, could be that you still will, um, you still, could be you still will read it. Bahani Tanoi, Kehani Tanoi. Now these, the, these Tanoim, who, um, these Tanaim who hold that it's a machlekes, whether we say lay plug or not, are like a, fa- a different set of Tanaim who also have the same argument whether we'll say lay plug. Ditanya, ein royin bimara b'Shabbos. You can't use a mirror, you can't look at a mirror on Shabbos. Okay, remeir matir, bimara hakavua b'kaisa. Right, the issue with using the mirror, Rashi explains, is we're afraid you might see a uh, uh, hair that is... Um, not even, and uh, you will uh, cut it, right? You'll even it out. So you'll see like one, one side, the barber didn't do such a good, right? The barber didn't give you such a good haircut, <clears throat> right? And uh, you might decide that you want to even it out all on your own. So, you can't use a mirror. He says that if the mirror is fixed, okay, um, now if the mirror is fixed on the wall, then you can use the mirror. Now, I just want to explain to you. The concern here is that you're going to use the edge of the mirror. Let's say, you know, like they have those tillin mirrors. Now I'm sure they make it all fancy. But when we were kids, those were pretty sharp at the edges. You know, those little mirrors that you use for your tillin. Used to come in like that green silicone case. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. So those are pretty sharp. You know, so pocket mirrors were pretty sharp. So what we're saying is, so you can't use a mirror... Right, so that, they're having machlik is ostensibly about a portable mirror that has sharp edges because you might use the sharp edge of the mirror to just cut that hair. And that's the concern. Okay? However, so Rameir Matim Ramara Kavua Bakoiso. He says, but if it's fixed to the wall, then you're okay. With Tanakam is going to hold that still officer. So now my shakvua bakoiso, adahachi vahachi midkar, sha'ina kavua nami adahachi vahachi midkar. Okay? Either way, okay. Uh, right, so e- either way, it, sh- it shouldn't. It should. Um, 
it shouldn't matter. So the Gemara says, We're talking about a metal one that's sharp. Okay, and that he will, um, he will use it to cut, uh, you know, uh, to cut a hair that isn't, that isn't even. Okay, so what we're saying is that we now have a machlekes where the Tanakama said light plug. He said you can't use any mirror. Right, we explained this price that, that, that we're talking about a mirror that's a metal, as it has a sharp edge, okay, and, um, and, uh, and, and it's, and, and it's, right, so, so what we're saying is, and, and assuming if, if it's portable, so then you could use it to cut, but if it's fixed to the wall, I mean, there's no real way to use that to cut. So we're saying that the Tanakama holds that, Lloyd Plough, he says you can't use that mirror at all, and our mayor says, that matir b'mara kavua because that he he will allow one that's fixed to the wall because then you can't you cannot cut with it so we don't have this concern okay so we see that just like the machlekes we had before by uh, uh, between you know r- reading a written invitation list that's a machlekes between tanakamar of acha so too here we have a, we have a machlekes between tanakamar of meir whether we'll say leiplug right and we're just bringing another machlekes tanaim of leiplug tanarabon. Okay, this is a separate din. Tanur Rabbanon, Ksav HaMahalach Tachas HaTzura. V'tachas HaDiyukanois, Aser L'Kroyse B'Shavis. So if you have writing that's under a picture, right? So you go to a museum, right? And it tells you what the, what the, uh, right? It says, you know, what year it was painted. So you have like the little postscript that's under the painting or under a Diyukanois as a statue. You can't read from that on Shabbos. Okay, again, because this is a concern Someone like we said before, Shemi Yikra Lashtar Hedyotis, you might come to read other stories. Now, by the way, a statue is usher to look at even during the week. Okay, that um, you shouldn't look at something, and at least the way Rashi explains, he seems to be, Rashi seems to be going on anything, right? Rashi says, "El midaytachem, el asher atem oisim midas levavchem v'chalal shalachem." Okay, what something that you make, so a statue that's made out of your own imagination. Tosis, I think, learns a little differently. He says, if it's a for avodah that would be a problem. Okay, but either way, so certainly, well, certainly, if it's for avodah you're not allowed to. And the question is, how do we allow you to look at? A statue that is not for our purposes, right? That's that's a form that's made, um, at least according to Rashi, it seems to be problematic. Okay, but we, again, we brought the sugi here to talk about the writing that's under it primarily. Is this like a statue of humans only, or is it anything? anything. Any really says anything, right? So Rashi says, "El atem midas It seems to be anything. Mephias Adam. Okay, so we're going back to the Mishnah. It said that a person can make a lottery. Right, so with his kids this, to decide, you know, who gets which portion, who gets to sit where on the Shabbos table, right? So which portion that they, they should get, assuming that they're all the same. Big fight in my house. Okay. So we're going to make a deal. That, you can do this, you can make this lottery with, you know, the, your children. However, but with, a, with somebody else who is not part of your family, then you can't. My timer. What's the reason? If they're very makbid, and Rashi explains, 
that they're very medactic. Everything, you got a bigger piece of cake, right? That's going to be right. Everything has to be exactly the same. You know what's going to happen? Right? We say, uh, right? So what we're saying is that if you're a very medactic type of person, any time you get to something where you, know, you might overpay, you might overcharge, right? Because everything has to be exact, Okay. Then um, you can run into issues of overcharging, umishum minion, umishum lovin uparayin, beyantif. Okay, so you're going to run into issues, right? Inevitably, you'll be over on these things, on yantif, right? Uchidivre hillel af mishum ribis. You'll also run into a ribis issue. Okay, again, because everything has to be so exact, and you might be a little bit over, a little bit under, and you can run into issues with that. Okay, so what are we saying over here? That the reason why you can't raffle off portions to other people is because it'll be, uh, you know, you'll cause like ribbis issues. Okay, that you're measuring and it's not going to be exact. So the Gemara says, okay, Ihachi nami. All right, so should also be a problem, right? Why should it be any better? So the Gemara answers, that we see that you don't have to be, you're allowed to be over on these things when it comes to your children. To teach them what ribis is about. Meaning, and what Rashi explains, speaks out here is that when it's all yours anyway, right? So if it's it's all yours. So if one gets a bigger one, one gets a smaller one, you're not going to have a problem of, you know, quote ribis when it comes to borrowing, right? But but Mida, Mishkal, right? You're not going to have any of these issues um, when it's your own because it's really all yours. So like we see that you're allowed to lend with ribbis. So Ihachi, okay. If so, why did the Mishnah say that it's only equal size portions? Ihachi, Nami. So why did we only say that equal size portions are allowed with B'nai Beisai and not unequal? If we see that a person could actually lend with ribbis to his own children. So too, you can raffle off, you can make a raffle, uh, you should be able to make a raffle of, of uh, varying size portions. Why did the mission only say uh, equal size? So the says, enachinami. Really, you could do both. Now we're going to have to relearn the Mishnah. That a person can raffle off Large size portions and small size portions. My time, like Rabbi Huda Marav said, that if it's B'nai Besa, you're not going to have this problem because, like we said right on the top of the Ahmed here, Rabbi Huda Marav, okay, and that's why you could do it for your own children. In Banav and Bnei Beisai, in. However, Imacherim Loi, even for equal size portions for others, it would not be okay. My time, I do And so that's on Shabbos, right? Because you might come to what's the issue over here? You might come to uh, write it down and record on Shabbos. So that's only going to be an issue when it comes to others, because you're you know you're going to be exact when it comes to non Bnei Beisai. But it's Bnei Beisai, you can do things unevenly because just like you can lend with ribis because you're trying to uh, get, give them the feel, the hatimam tam ribis. And so that's all on Shabbos. My time to do a shmuel. My time in Mishum Kuvya. And raffling off small portions to large portions 
that would be a problem not only for Shabbos, that would be a problem even that would be a problem even during the week. And that's because of Kuvya, that's gambling. Right? If you make a raffle and you say whoever uh, you know, gets, gets it first is going to get the larger portion. So that is, and, and Rashi explains that that's asmachta, so that's the sugya of gambling that we're going to have um, later uh, in Bab Mitzia. Okay, so we have, um, so, so it's an issue of gambling. So then what it turns out is the way to read our Mishnah is that, right, it says, Matthias Adam im Banav im ala shulchan, that a person could do that with B'nai Beisai, period, any size portion, even big, connected, small, doesn't have to be equal size portions. You are able to raffle off of B'nai Beisai. For people who are not B'nai Beisai, even behold. Okay, and on Shabbos, on Shabbos, for people who are not B'nai Beisai, you can't even do, you can't even do same size portions. Okay, next uh, part. Martilan Chaloshin, right? So we said Martilan Chaloshin al Kachim that you can take Gairelos raffles for Kachim. Biyantif Avaloi al Hamanos. So you want to understand what does it mean not for the portions? My Avaloi al Hamanos. I'm Rabbi Yaakov Reid Rashmuel Avaloi al Hamanos Shachol. You can't split the portions of. Uh, of, 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 of the previous week, Shalchol, so on Kachim, let's say, so if it's, if it's a Behemoth Shalhekdish for Shabbos, let's say, and there's something that's supposed to go to the Kohanim, then you can split that up on Shabbos, but if there's stuff left over, portions from Friday, from Thursday, that you cannot split on Shabbos. On uh, Yantif, um, uh, sorry, right? So Pshita, right? I think this is talking about Yantif, not Shabbos. Um, this whole thing, because on, um, on, uh, on Shabbos, I don't think that there's anything from the Karbanas that gets eaten by the, from, by the Kohanim. I could be wrong. Right, it's Eilah Shabbos B'Shabbatai. It's an Eilah, which gets cl- it's compl- completely burnt. Okay, so that's why it's Yantif. So, right, so for, for Yantif, so if it's Karbanas on Yantif, let's say a Chagiga or whatever it is, like Karbanas on Yantif, it's portions, those you could raffle off on Yantif, but you can't raffle off the ones that come from Chol from before, Okay, so my Pshita. Of course you can't. It, it comes from off of Chol, so you can't make a raffle for Chol stuff on Yantif. It says the that we see that the the Kayan, the Kayanim are Merive Kayan. That the the Mida of Kayanim are that they uh, they argue. They're contentious people. You would think that we, we would allow you, right, to, to avoid machlekes, we would allow them to make a lottery for the portions of uh, Kachim that was chazi for the Kohanim that came off of Chol, that came before Yantiv. Kamash Malan, no, that we're saying it's Asr. It comes, it comes to Mishnah and says it's Asr. Okay? What's the reason why it's Asr for the same reason why I can't do it for, for Valvos, can't do it? It seems to be that the reason why is because it's not. It, you're being Isaac in something that's not like a Dover Shal Yantif. It seems like it, 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 you're asking in general what's wrong with, with, with making a lottery in general, right? Well, we seem to say before that making a lottery is because you're going to come to do things that are not 
that are right that are not um, that you're not allowed to go on Shabbos. Right. 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 Yeah. So I mean, I I guess this I guess this would be the same. This would be the same issue, and we therefore only allowed it for for stuff that occurred on Yantif because we want them to be able to eat the portions of Yantif. So how else is no other fair and equitable way to distribute it? So we're saying is, so it seems like, yeah, it seems like you're not allowed to do it for the same reason that you're not allowed to raffle the portions off. And um, even on Yantif, you shouldn't really be allowed to, to um, you shouldn't really be allowed to do this at all. We gave you a hatter for stuff on Yantif, but not on, but not for the stuff on Chol, for the stuff from Chol. So, kol al any time that you cause, so let's say, because of you, someone gets punished. So let's say you have a, a guy who's a tzaddik, right? And somebody wrongs the tzaddik. And so from Shemayim, right, they, they pay back the person who wronged the tzaddik. That the tzaddik is going to be on the hook, okay? That if, if he doesn't, let's say, forgive the person who wronged him, and because of that, right, so Reuven is a tzaddik, Shimon is not such a tzaddik, Okay, Reuven, uh, Shimon goes ahead and, 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 and uh, does something to wrong Reuven. And then comes HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he pays back. Okay, he pays Shimon back because he wronged Reuven. Right, Reuven never gave, never, never gave him Mechila, never forgave him. So then Reuven is going to get punished because all you did through him, Shimon got punished from Shemayim. Okay, so it's Eim Achnis Enoisoi, the Tzadik, Mimachitza Shashai Kodesh Baruch Minolan, where do we know this concept from? Eileim Mishem Dixiv, it says, Vayomir Hashem, Hashem said, Mi Yifates Achav. So what's going on over here is, um, what's going on over here is that Achav, right, Achav, Achav was a bad king, and uh, he was a wicked king, and uh, so, the idea was HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to get him to go to war against Aram. And um, the way that he was going to do it was when, when a king, even when a Jewish king wanted to go to war, so he'd go and he'd ask the Navi. And the Navi would say, you know, go and you'll be successful or go and you won't, or don't go and you won't be successful. Right? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu essentially needed to trick Ahav, okay, and get the Nevi'im to say that you should go to war even though even though Kadosh Baruch Hu knew that he wasn't going to be Matzliach, so that he would go to war and get killed. Okay, so who's going to convince Achav to go to war? And he will uh, go up to battle and he'll, he'll die. Okay, so, so what Eitzah should we employ? So each one of the Tzavah Shemayim, the host, they were having a Vikuach, a back and forth. He says, this is how you should trick Achav. <coughs> and the, or another one said this here's another Eitzah now this is the spirit of Navais Navais was someone who so Ahab was married right to Izabel also not a very good person okay and uh, so Izabel so so, so I'm sorry so Navais had a piece of land that Ahab wanted and Izabel advised Ahab that uh, 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 that Navais refused to sell it, okay? And um, Izebel c- created this false claim, he told Ahab to create this false claim that Navais had cursed out the king and cursed out Hashem, and therefore was Chayiv Misa and had him killed. So brought up false, false charges, 
and they had him killed, so then Achav could get his land. So now the spirit of Nabais is up there in Shemayim, and he stood up and he said, I'll go ahead and do it. I will go. Right? All, so Achav had all these Nevi'im that were his advisors, like I said, when he decided whether he was going to go to war or not. So Nabais volunteered, the spirit of Nabais volunteered to put this false uh, Nevi'us in, in the mouths of of all, all, all the Navi, so that when Achav goes to ask, he said, so go and appease, right? Convince them, right? Go, go tell the Nevi'im, right? That you, the, the spirit is the Nevu'ah, right? So that, that he's, <laughs> the Navis, this spirit of Navis was going to go and put the Nevu'ah in the mouths of the Nevi'im. And then Achav Raf, Vagam Tuchal, Seva Asa Kain, Vamrina my Ruach, what is the Ruach? This is the spirit of Navais. So what does it mean, say? So what, what did the Navi say? It said, if you look at the words, it said, So what does it say? That a Kaddish Baruch was saying, yeah, you're, you're right. You're punishing Achav, right? You're punishing Achav. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I was looking for a volunteer to do it, but Lamaisa... Just like we see that if someone wrongs a tzaddik and a Kaddish Baruch Hu has to pay them back, that the person who, who is, is a party to this punishment being carried out will get punished and has to be tzay, has to leave the mechitzas of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So too, it seems like the Navi was saying that, that we were saying that, that the spirit of Navis had to leave the mechitzas of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So the Gemara says, no. The Gemara says, I don't like that, right? Maybe the reason why the spirit of Navis was exiled from the Mechitz of HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't because he carried out the punishment, but rather, because the Pesach says, Okay, it's because he lied that a person who mumbles Sheker, he cannot, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he can't, uh, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't be Seval, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's MS, he can't be Seval Sheker, and that's why he had to leave. He had to leave because he was uh, putting a lie in the, right, he was, he was lying, he was essentially putting a false Nebuah in the, in the Navi's mouth, a lie, so that Achav would listen and go to war. So, and, that, and that's why the spirit had to be, uh, leave the Mechitz of HaKadosh Baruch Ella mehacha, try a second, second try over here. It says by Nebuchadnezzar, Savata koloin mikavad shesei gamata v'ha'ara. So what's going on here, we'll see later on in the Gemara, is that Nebuchadnezzar, uh, it was not a, ple- not, not a very pleasant guy. Nebuchadnezzar, um, was essentially ruled the world, right? It was the, Bab- the Babylonian Empire. So he used, in order to have, for efficient rule, he used to, he, he had puppet kings. So Tzidkiyo, right, the last king, right, before the destruction of the first place of Mikdash, Tzidkiyo was a puppet king. And eventually what happened, so he swore allegiance to, to Nebuchadnezzar. Then eventually he went back on it, right? He decided to go back on it. And then... Once he, he went back on his uh, uh, allegiance to Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar came and destroyed, uh, he, he sent him Sidkiyo into exile and destroyed the base of Mikdash. And that's pretty much the story. But now, in between that time, when Sidkiyo was uh, you know, a vassal king, he was a puppet king, so Nebuchadnezzar had all these puppet kings, so what he would do is, um, I guess a way to subjugate them was he would do Mishkav Zachar with each one of them. Okay. And so there's a story that the Gemara is going to bring down later, later, a very interesting story that happened. And um, that Nebuchadnezzar, it was, uh, 
Tzidkiyah's turn, okay? And it was Nebuchadnezzar, uh, uh, so came to do Mishkav Zachar in front of a party, and his Aver grew to 300 Amas, okay? So that was uh, embarrassing. So the Pasuk says, Savata koloin mikavoid, shesei gamata arel. okay? That you were uh, satiated with scorn, okay? Shesei gamata arel. So what are we learning this Pasuk as? Again, we're trying to see that if you, if you cause someone else to get punished, then you are, have to leave the Mechitzah Kaddish Baruch So, Savata kolon mikavoid zenemuchanetzar. Then Nebuchadnezzar got embarrassed because his, his aver grew to 300 amas. Shesei gamata v'ha'arel, that you be satiated v'ha'arel, that's Sidkiah. Because this is going on at Sidkiah. And what are we saying? Sidkiah is an arel. What is an arel? An arel, we're, we're trying to say that Sidkiah, the punishment was that because all you did that, that Nebuchadnezzar got embarrassed, so that was a big embarrassment, that was a punishment to Nebuchadnezzar. Because, right, HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused that in order to prevent this from happening, that his, his, his Aver grew to 300 Amas. So, so Tzidkiyo was the cause of the, or the, the, um, right, the cause of this punishment coming to Nebuchadnezzar, because he was trying to do it to Tzidkiyo. And, uh, and therefore, because Nebuchadnezzar got punished through Tzidkiyo, Tzidkiyo became what the Pasuk says, RL, meaning RL was not welcome in the Mechitzah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we see that he got banished from the Mechitzah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of, because through him came the punishment in Nebuchadnezzar. So the Gemara doesn't like this again. Chada, number one, the Kula Krab in Nebuchadnezzar, Ksiv. The Ha'arel isn't so come about Tzid Kiyo, right? You could read the Pasuk as saying, uh, right? Rashi says, Shapir Matzis L'okmi Kula Ben Nebuchadnezzar, V'achi Kamer, Shesegam Ata Ke'oisem Sh'ayisa Makla Oisan, V'ha'arel V'is Arel V'is Gana. Now what happened? That, uh, right, the Arel was talking about, what the Maisa was talking about with his Aver, right? And the Arel was talking about Nebuchadnezzar, not Tzid Kiyo. V'oid, number one, right? So that's number one. V'oid, Tzid Tzidkiah, right? Tzidkiah, Tzidkiah. Tzadikah, my, right? He was a tzaddik. My hava, Leila Mevad. What was he? He was an Inus here. He didn't have a choice. And Nebuchadnezzar says, I'm doing X to you. There's nothing you can do about it. Damar Rabbi Yehuda, Marabba Shashabiki, Saisha Rasha, Lassus, Issa Tzadik, Kafakach. We see that the Pasik is actually made that he's a tzaddik. That Tzidkiah is a tzaddik. Not that he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't cause the punishment to happen. He was, uh, you know, he was, he was a complete Inus there. Ella, so we're going to learn this concept from a third positive. Punishment, and we're going to learn this, that comes, punishment that's caused, lit tzaddik, means al yudayi tzaddik, is loitayv, it's not good. And what does loitayv mean? It ain't loitayv, el ra. That it's bad. And it says, So we say that punishment that comes through a tzaddik, we're learning this pasuk to mean that punishment that comes through a tzaddik Makes, makes the tzaddik ra, or loitayv, right? And loitayv is ra, and ra can't be next to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's how we're actually learning this. Tzaddik ata Hashem, ra, that Hashem is a tzaddik, and in Hashem's abode, right, where Hashem resides, ra cannot reside. And we see that the Pasuk considers someone, even though he was a tzaddik, who allows, who doesn't, I guess, doesn't forgive the person who wronged him and allows punishment to carry al yidei his covered, right? Because he w- didn't forgive the person who did something wrong and the person who did something wrong gets punished. So we see that that's considered, um, that, 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 he, that he won't be welcome, the mechitz of HaKadosh Baruch So now, we're going, we're going to go back to the story of Nebuchadnezzar. Interestingly, to actually explain, right, the Mishnah said, that matilin chaloshin means portions, right? A raffle. We can take a raffle, 
right, for which portions of hektish you want. So chalashim means a raffle. So we want to know, how do we know that chalashim is a lashon of raffle? Who? Because back to Nebuchadnezzar, it says, Eich nafalta mishamayim helel ben shachar. Right? It says, look who fell from shamayim. The halal is the shining one, ben shachar, the son of Don. Negadas la'aretz, choylesh al hagoyim. Okay? And that's describing the process that he would be choylesh, right? That's chalishim, that's lots, that's poor, to decide which one of the uh, uh, puppet kings he would do mishkav zachar with. That he was choylesh al hagoyim, that he used to uh, draw a lottery. Amarara, huna malamachayim matil poor al gedoyli malchus. He would take a lottery, right? He would draw a lottery for the Gedele Malchus, for the kings, the puppet kings, to know whose turn it was for Mishkav Zachar. It says in the Apostle, what happened? So that what we're saying is when Nebuchadnezzar died, it says they rested. That they finally, the attacks from Nebuchadnezzar, Mishkav Zachar, uh, were able to stop. Okay. Okay, that uh, there was no there was, there was no happiness. That that Nebuchadnezzar, he was so he was so evil that uh, the world was just a depressing place. It says, Nacha, when he died, Shakta Kola Aretz Pitzhu Rina. Okay? That Nacha uh, shocked the colors, the last the, the land rested, and Pitzchurina, and then there was Rina. There was no rejoicing when Nebuchadnezzar was around. He was so miserable there was no rejoicing. You can't stand in the house of Nebuchadnezzar. As the pasuk says, the Seirim Yirkedusham that demons they dance in the house of Nebuchadnezzar. So now we're gonna we're gonna have the details of the story. So. Uh, Russia is Nebuchadnezzar, and he wanted to do Mishkav Zachar to Sirkio. It was his turn. That his Arla's Eber grew 300 Amas. So imagine, right, there's a long table. He's got a 300 foot table. That's a long table. He's got a 300 foot table, 300 Amma table with people sitting there. And uh, he takes Sirkio uh, uh, to, to do Mishkav Zachar with him. And his ama, right? His aver just grows to three hundred amas. Shenamar it says savata kolo and mikavod shisei gamatava aral aral bagmatria shleishmeis hava. That's how we know that the aral grew to three hundred amas. Okay, obviously a guzma. Now we're saying more about how uh, evil Nebuchadnezzar was, but he was also quite inefficient. It seems like he had good leadership qualities. Okay, he was he, he, people feared him. Okay, when Nebuchadnezzar went to Gehenim, all the people in Gehenim, all right, they were trembling. They said, Maybe he's coming to rule over us in Gehenim. Right? We don't want this evil leader ruling over us in Gehenim. So we want to know, right? they said, They didn't know Right, which one? Is he going to be a leader or is he going to just be like regu- any other person in Gehenna, right? He's not going to be a leader there. So Shenemar, the Pasuk says, Gamata choylis kamaynu, eleinu nimshalta. Okay, you trembled, and the Pasuk is made that you tremble like us, 
and uh, to us, you ruled Yatsasa Baskol Va'amra. So the Baskol came out and it said, Mimina Amt, right? Nubuchanetzar, who do you think you are? You're no greater than anybody else. Ride, go down, the Hishkivas Harelim. Okay? Eich Shabbas Noyges, see how the oppressor, Noyges, Shabbas, rested. He ceased to be an oppressor. Shavsa Midahava, the golden one rested. What does it mean, the golden one referring to Nebuchadnezzar? Shabbasa Umazu, this nation rested. Shaamra Madoid Vahave, they were very good at taxing. Okay, so that's why the Medahava means the golden one is the one who said Madoid, measure, right, take the percentage tax rate, the have and bring it to the king. So it wasn't that take a specific tax rate, they had to keep on bringing more, right? And the unsatiable taxer. Okay, now just one more passage in regards to Nebuchadnezzar. That uh, uh, Daniel is saying that there was one um, extra covered uh, greatness that was extended to Nebuchadnezzar. Amar of Yehuda, Marav, Yermia, Bar Abba, Malamed, what is, what's going on over here? That after Nebuchadnezzar, he was exiled for seven years. When he came back, Malamed, Sherechav, that he was, a, he came back even greater and stronger than before. Sherechav, Al-Ari Zachar, he came back riding on a male lion, V'kasher, Tanen, Beresha, and he had a snake tied to his head. L'kayim, Ashenemar, V'gam, Eschayas, Hesed, Nesatil, Avdai, that Nebuchadnezzar was not only ruled over the entire world and the people, but he was able to even rule over the animals. Okay. I'll send, send this out. I'm actually going to have to make an adjustment. I did something, I, I'm looking now on the, on the notes. I just, there's something I wrote that's wrong now. Um, and it's not sending. You, you got it? Yeah. Okay. So I think I, I, I put in the wrong shot over here. Okay, so we said number one in the mission of that, a person can um, count his guests but not Biksav, and we said we had a Machlech Hashem in Yimchaik, or, right, as for Bebe, and Abayah said because he might read Shtari Hadjotis. We said the Nafkamina is if he writes it on a wall, okay, Abayah says, Kaisel Bashtar Le Michlefi. Okay, that, um, so, so that's actually, I think that's actually incorrect. Um, Abaya said Yikra would still be an issue, right? We're trying to find an, an Afkamina, so that's the part I have to correct there. But Abaya would hold that it's still going to be a problem reading on a wall, and Rebebe would say, Shemim um, Yimchik is not an issue because it's Machlikas Tanayim if it's a loy plug. And he's going to go, and he's going to go like, um, he's going to go like the Tanakama that holds, um, ooh, I actually think I got that one wrong too. Uh, I, have to, I really have to edit these before I send them out. Okay. Um, that I think, it, but it is a Machlikas Tanayim. I think it's, it's, I flipped it around. The Ravacha holds its mutter. Okay, it doesn't hold of loy plug. And therefore, what we're saying is that according to According to Rebebe, who held the Shemi Yimchaik, that if it's written on the wall, Rebebe is going to go like the Tana, who didn't hold, who doesn't hold of Loi Plug. Okay? Um, and then we said that if you wrote, um, if you wrote, if, if you have writing under a picture, oh, and then we said that the Machlaik is between the Tanakama and, I'm going to delete it. I don't want to. 
two errors in there. I'm just going to delete it. That's it. Okay. Um, that's it. I, I'm calling it back. Okay, but I'll, I'll fix it. I'll send it out later in case anybody wants it. Okay. Um, we said that, and that's like the Machagas Tanaim in regards to the portable mirror that you might use to cut a hair. Um, we said that the Ksav under the Tzura is going to be Asher read on Shabbos. Okay, because we said also it's Xavier Atushtari Hadyotes, and we said um, during the Chol, it's Asher to look at a Tzura statue. Okay, we explained the Rashi and Tesis had two different uh, Pshatim there. Okay, and we said that you could be Mephias al Bene Beso. We changed the Mishnah around. We said you can be Mephias al Bene Beso. Even, even for B'nai Beisai, even mana gedele k'neged mana katana, there's no iser of midah because everything's yours. However, with acherim on Shabbos, even equal manas are going to be aser. That's like we said b'shem Shmuel. And b'chol, b'chol, that, that even different size manas, even b'chol are going to be aser. That's because of kuvya. It's like gambling. We said that matil chalashim, you could take the girl of hektish. We learned from the Pasuk that chalashim equals girl, that from Nebuchadnezzar later. We said that you can take... Um, uh, uh, for a uh, girl for portions on Yantif. Okay, um, but not for Manais. Rebecca explained that, me- that meant, what does Manais mean? Manais meant of the stuff left over from Chol for Yantif. That you can take a raffle on. And then we tried, Yaakov said, that you're not we tried to bring a raya from uh, the Ruach of Navais. We asked the Kash on that from Tzibki Yo. We asked Kash on that because he was an Oynes. And then we said, but finally we ended with Gam Anash Lutzadik Leitoiv. And then we said, Leitoiv equals Ra and Leigur Chara. So we said that that's how we know that if a person gets punished, um, a person getting punished, he, um, uh, the, the, the punishment comes through him, even though he's a Tzadik that uh, he's not going to be machnison uh, into the mechitz of Kodesh And then we had these mamarim of Nebuchadnezzar. We had the story. So number one, he would take a, a lottery to decide which king to do Mishkav Zachar with. And uh, he was miserable. And it's also to stand in his house. And then the story with Tzidkiyo that his, uh, that his Aver grew, his Arlasa grew to 300 amas, like, like the gematria of, of Arla. Okay, and then he, when he went to Gehenim, that they, they were afraid that he was going to rule there, and they said, no, don't worry. And then we said that, uh, that when he came back after exile, that he, was, uh, he, he came back even greater than before, that he had exhibited leadership over the animals as well, and not only over all the people.